Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Lauren Agee case was hastily closed by authorities, but many questions remain. Come behind the curtain with private investigator Sheila Waisaki as she uncovers the truth about what happened to Lauren. This is Without Warning. Warning. The following episode contains details about sexual violence and elements that are graphic in nature. In the last episode, you were able to listen to Jeremy Taylor answer questions about his investigation. In this episode, you are going to hear the final portion of the deposition of Jeremy Taylor. Here's a preview of some of the questions you will hear and get the answers for. Did you talk to TWRA who recovered the body? Did you determine if there was blood or evidence on the boat? Did you take photographs? How many times did you go up to the cliff? Did you ever look for blood? If you later learned Lauren had hemorrhaging in her throat, would you have taken steps to investigate? When did you come to the conclusion Lauren Agee's death was accidental? Did you tell witnesses not to cooperate with the family? Listen for the recurring theme of the lead investigator of Lauren Agee's case. I don't remember. I wasn't there. Let's listen to Jeremy Taylor's deposition. The time is 12.36 p.m. We are officially back on the record. Okay, Mr. Taylor. Uh, you understand you're still under oath? Yes, sir. Okay. I want to go back and sort of touch on a few things. Um, did you know that there were some off-duty police officers who were at the scene on the evening of Warren's death? Yes. Uh, what were their names? I don't know. Uh, if I told you they were Chris Yarchuk and Ryan uh, Melanson, would that... Refresh your recollection? That sounds right. Okay. Um, did you speak with them that day? No, I did not. Okay. Um, why not? They was out on the boat, and I didn't. I think they'd already went back to the, um, I don't know if they was working or what. Do you know if they were working security for the Wake Fest? Um, I, I think I learned that they did. And, and just to be clear, we haven't talked about this, but the weekend of Lauren's death, there was a big festival at Center Hill Lake, right? Yes. That was called Wake Fest? Yes. Okay. Um, now, did you ever listen to the 911 calls that were called in that initiated this case? Um, I didn't, no. Okay. Why not? I just didn't. Did you interview any of the people who had made those calls? No, I did not. Okay. Um, did you take any statements from individuals who had been at the marina the night before Lauren's death or the night of Lauren's death? I, I don't recall if I did or not. Sitting here today, do you know when she was last seen alive? No, I don't. Okay. Did you None do... None that I recall, I don't. Did you do anything to reconstruct what she had done the day before her death? Um, I, I know I talked with her friends, and um, I talked with people that was down there. I don't know if it was like the day before. Um, 
like I said, um, but I don't recall. Do you recall who those people were that you spoke with? No, I don't. Okay. Now, you understand, Senator Lake, there can be houseboats who are situated around the lake at different places, correct? Yes. Um, and there were houseboats, were there not, that were somewhat near this campsite that the individual has been at? Um, there was at the dock. Yeah. Did you do anything to talk to them about what they may have seen the evening of Lauren's death? No, I didn't. Okay. Why not? I just didn't. Okay. Um, now, an individual you're investigating for a case um, asserts the Fifth Amendment says they don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Does that generally arouse your suspicion or not? Not always. Um, it could. Okay. Now, the individuals <clears throat> you spoke with that night, Aaron Lilly, um, Chris Stout, Hannah Palmer, you had some interaction. You saw them even though you didn't interview them that night? You did see them? I, I believe I've seen them, yes. Okay. Did, were any of them appear to be under the influence of drugs or alcohol? I didn't interact with them that close. Okay. So it know. could have been, it could have not, you just don't yeah, know? I just don't know. Okay. Um, do you know who Bricks Graham Bell is? Um, other than this, I don't know him personally, no. Okay. Uh, How did you come to in contact with him in the, in the course of this case? Um, just him being there. And he was there that night when the body was found? Or that afternoon, I guess? I guess, yeah. Okay. Um, do you know why he did not give a written statement? I don't. Okay. <clears throat> did you eventually interview him? Yes. Um, do you know who Chris Brown is? What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. You said Bricks Graham Barrow? Yeah. Um, I'm, I was thinking of Christopher Stout for some reason, uh, the one in Murfreesboro. That's the one I'm thinking about. Um, I believe I did, Bricks okay. Graham Barrow. Um, I just want to be clear on that. Okay. I do you know who Chris Brown is? Chris Brown? I don't. Okay. Uh, do you know that if his name was in your... Uh, reports of someone to talk to. Do you know if you ever followed up and spoke to him? I don't. Okay, what about Evan Shelton? If his name was in your report, do you recall who he was or was? I don't. Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I don't remember. Uh, what about Mike Cantrell? Do you ever recall that name? I don't. What about Clint Martin? Is he someone you investigated in the course of this case? I don't, I don't recall. Okay. Um, now, what training, if any, do you have in assessing the currents of a lake or a river? I don't. Um, now, Lauren's body <clears throat> is not found beneath her campsite, was she? Depends on, yes, I mean, it was a bluff. It had bluffs on both sides. Or Approximately yeah. how far from the campsite was the body located? <clears throat> um, say within 100 yards, okay. roughly. Um, Can't say be specific on it. Now, you understand that lake, bodies of water, even lakes, can have currents that flow through them? Yes. Did you do anything to investigate the way the current would have flowed around that outcropping where the campsite was? No. If you subsequently learned that the um, current would have taken the body into a different direction, would that have been relevant to your determinations about what happened that night? I don't know because I don't know the current. I understand, but say you say you learned hypothetical, it's a hypothetical question, mm -hmm. that the current um, was running essentially in the opposite direction from where her body was found vis-a-vis -vis the campsite. Would that have uh, made you interested in pursuing other investigative leads? 
honestly, I don't know because I, I, I don't know the, the current. And now, did you ever speak to anybody from the CWRA about this case in the course of your investigation? I don't recall speaking to okay. if I did or not. Do you know whether <clears> they <throat> even took a report about recovering the body from the water? I don't recall if I did or if Robert did. And we talked about, I think that's exhibit two, the first one of the collective exhibit. It appears to be a TWRA officer who actually mm -hmm. does the recovery of the body of Miss mm -hmm. AG from the water. Yeah. But you never spoke to that officer or anyone else at TWRA? Not that I recall, I did. Okay. Do you know whether the individuals that we've been talking about today, uh, Ms. Ag, uh, Ms. Palmer, Mr. Stout, or Mr. Lilly, had any boats or canoes on the water? I don't know if that they. If, I didn't know. <clears throat> I don't know if they did. Do you know if they were using any boats or canoes that weekend? Um, I heard they was out on a boat. Um, obviously, they was there for Wakefest, so. It was on um, some sort of boat. Did you ever see the boat they were using? I did. Never trying whether there'd be any blood or other physical evidence on that boat. I didn't. Okay. Um, did you go back to the campsite after that first evening? Uh, I believe so. Okay. When did you do that? I don't remember that. Was it within that same week? I don't remember if it was that same week or... Why did you go know. back? Just to see if there's anything that might have missed, um, different theories, different... See if we come up with anything else. Did you take any photographs that second time? I don't recall if I did or not, honestly. Okay. Um, did you determine whether there was ever a fire at the campsite before or after you were there? <clears throat> uh, could have been. I don't remember one right off the top of my head. Okay. Do you know who uh, Danny Fay is? No, I do not. I told you he was a TBI agent. Would that refresh your recollection? Well, the name sounds familiar. Okay. You're not friends with, with Agent Fay? No. Okay. Do you know if Agent Fay did any work on this case? Not that I know of. You didn't have any conversations with him in the course of this investigation? Well, that, that's the original, that's who I thought, that the, uh, um, the Faye um, with the TBI is the polygrapher, okay. is what I first thought, but I, I don't, it's been a while ago and I don't know him. So if he was the polygrapher, you know you talked to somebody at TBI who was a polygrapher, that might be him, might not? Yes. Okay. That sounds familiar. Now, is it clear that you only spoke with each of these witnesses one time, Mr. Lilly, Mr. Ms. Uh, Palmer, Mr. Stout, Mr. Gambrell. Oh, I, I believe I talked to him. Well, I don't know. I, I don't remember if I talked to him just once or if it was um, setting up interviews with him. So you could have talked to them more than once? I don't remember if I did or not, okay. honestly. Did you ever inter interview them more than one time? I don't remember. I'm wanting to. I don't want to tell you wrong. I, I'm wanting to think that we set up the interview and didn't it didn't go through or something was busy or something to that nature. But you didn't have any substantive discussions with these folks more than once? I don't remember, honestly. Okay. If you did, you would have had a second report or a second recording, I presume? Probably. Is there a chance you didn't? Is there a chance that you spoke to any of the individuals I just named um, about the case in a substantive manner and did not document it? 
if there was only if I like if I was trying to clarify something that I maybe missed or anything, something like that. So you may have called them back for clarification and not documented. Like that not somewhere. been an interview, just been like, hey, is this? I don't remember doing that. I'm just saying hypothetically. Okay. I don't remember. Um, you saw in that photograph the front of exhibit two. There's sort of like a hook or a, some sort of device being used to pull the body out of the water. Correct. It's a pole. I don't know if I've seen a hook on it. I've seen it's a I think pole. Kind of look, it kind of goes under her leg. You maybe see it closer there. Kind of like those things they have at the swimming pool. Correct. Uh, yeah, could be. Uh, but you don't have any training in, in removing bodies from water or anything of the sort, so you don't know whether or not that's the appropriate way to do it, not an appropriate way. I don't. Okay. I wasn't there when that happened. Understood. Um, did you ever look for blood on the rocks at the bottom beneath the campsite? Um, no, not specifically, no. Okay. Why not? I don't recall seeing any um, blood on... Her when I, I didn't initially look for it, no. I was there. Um, do you know if TBI did any investigation at all in this case? Um, I don't know what they done. I can't speak for the TBI. You don't know awareness they may have done the investigation. I'm do, sorry, what did you say? You have no awareness that they've done any investigation. No, I don't. Okay. Um, and they could have reviewed it or something. I, I don't know. Sure. Now, when you record a witness in, in an interview, it becomes part of the official case file, correct? No, I'm sorry? When you record a witness interview, that recording becomes a part of the official case file, correct? Yes, I imagine. Okay. Um, now, at some point in this case, did you interview a woman by the name of Cassie Franks? Mm, that name sounds familiar. Okay. Do you recall sitting down with her for a couple hours and recording that interview? I don't recall. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, that's possible, yes. If Ms. Frank said you did that and you put her, it would be consistent for you to, well, strike that. It's consistent for you in an interview that you record to place the recording device in front of the individuals. They know they're being recorded and you ask their permission. Um, not all the time, but yes, I mean, that could be. Okay. <clears throat> um, and if Cassie Frank said that you interviewed her for a number of hours, is there any reason to believe that that's not true? I don't remember interviewing anybody for hours, no, but I mean, for some period of time, yeah. For an probably. hour, perhaps? I could have, yeah. Okay. Do you know whether or not that recording of the, your interview with Cassie Franks is in the case file? I don't. Sign up for my Patreon where you'll receive the inside scoop to the Lauren Ag case as well as future investigations. Choose from three tier levels that include evidence such as police report, profiles, and much more so you can make your own informed investigation. Now, am I correct that you did not do any sort of criminal background check on any of these individuals you interviewed in connection with this case? I don't think I did initially. I'm not saying I didn't at all. Okay. I, I, I don't remember. Do you remember a witness by the name of Harry Elders? No. Not okay. right off the top of my head, I don't. Okay. Um, you have no reason to believe, do you, that anyone destroyed any evidence, tapes, or photographs in connection with this investigation? No, I don't. 
I guess I've asked you again, but just for clarification, you don't know who the last one, last individual to see Lauren alive was, do you? I don't. Okay. Do you recall Cassie Franks telling you about um, Aaron Lilly abusing her? If Cassie Franks is her, her ex-boyfriend or his ex-girlfriend? Yes. Okay, yes. So I'll we'll ask it that way. Did you sit down and do an interview with Aaron Lilly's ex-girlfriend? Um, I believe that was correct. Okay. I don't, I don't remember her name. What do you recall that she told you about Mr. Lilly? <clears throat> I think they had gotten in it. The best I remember that they had gotten in an incident and um, I think, I don't remember if, they got arrested or if the police showed up. I don't remember exactly what what that was. Okay. But you do but recall her telling incident. you about some sort of incident? Yes. Okay. Did those incidents um, raise your suspicion at all about Aaron Lilly's involvement in this case? Not initially from what I found, no. Okay. Um, let me go back to the medical examiner real quick. Um, you never asked the medical examiner to do a rape kit, rape kit examination, did you? No, sir. And was the first and only time you spoke to the medical examiner the phone call that you've previously testified about in this deposition? Yes, sir. I remember it is. Okay. And did he call you or did you call him? Uh, I don't remember. Um, I, I honestly don't remember. Okay. Um, I mean, he could have called me and I called him back. I, I, I honestly don't remember. You, is the medical examiner you spoke to a man or a woman? It was a man. Okay. Now, if you later learned that Lauren had hemorrhaging within her throat that could be consistent with choking, would you have taken any additional steps to investigate that? It's possible. Okay. Um, now, you never got a dive person out to the scene that day, correct? A dive person? Yeah, invest, underwater investigator. No, sir, I didn't. You understand there's sometimes late cases where things are found in the water or they need to look for... Yes, something. sir. Okay. That was never done in this case, correct? No, sir. Okay. Why not? I didn't. I just didn't. Okay. Do you know who Nick Dunn is? I do not. Okay. Is Nick Dunn an investigator with y'all at the Sheriff's Department? With our Sheriff's Department? With the Cab County Sheriff. Okay. Was he with the TBI? I don't know who Nick Dunn is. Okay. Um... What about Joe Fortner? He is a TWRA agent. Okay. Do you know if he was on the scene uh, when Lauren's body was recovered? <clears throat> I do not. He could have been. He, he works for TWRA. I don't. Do you know the name Mike Dozier? No. Not right off the top of my head, I don't. Okay. Now, just to be clear, when you, you never met with the investigator for General Dunaway after you were fired, correct? I wasn't fired. I'm oh, sorry, after you, after you left? No. After you resigned? No. I haven't met with anybody about this. So the last contact you had with Sheriff Ray about this case, well, uh, strike that because we talked about Sheriff Ray. I'll ask it this way. The last contact you had with General Dunaway's office about this case was at least before April 2016 when you were still working for the Sheriff's Department. Best I remember, I don't recall a conversation after that. With him what? or any investigator working for him? Not that I recall, no. Okay. 
Um, I don't remember. I, I, I don't. When did you come to a conc your conclusion that the manner of death was accidental for Lauren Agee? When I didn't have any other leads or any <clears throat> any form of foul play that I pursued me foul play. But uh, do you remember approximately time period when that was? Was it I, when I you, don't. a month or two later? No, sir, I don't. Okay. Do you remember when you closed the case? I don't. You wrote an investigative report, did you not? Yes, sir. Okay. Would you have done that at the conclusion of the case? Yes. Okay. I'm going to show what's going to be marked as Exhibit 3. Four. Four. Providing copies to opposing counsel. Yeah, sticker for me. Do you recognize that, sir? Yes, sir. What is exhibit four? It's uh, my investigative report. Does it have a date on it? Uh, yes, sir. What is the date it was completed? 9-23-15. And that is when you have determined that there was not foul play? Yes. So that's approximately two months after the incident? I didn't determine there wasn't foul play. I determined I didn't have anything else on there, I think. Uh, yeah, there's no evidence yes. of foul play at that point. Yes. And at that point, you did not continue to investigate the case. Is that correct? Um, I didn't. Um, okay. Not an openly investigation, I guess. And to be clear... Not an open, I guess, pursuing. If, if anything else came up, if the family had anything else, we would look into it. Okay. Um, and to be clear, there's about three paragraphs of text there? Yes. Did you ever write a more detailed report about your conclusions than this? No. Okay. Um, would there be any other narratives in the case file that provided sort of the investigative thinking besides this document? Not that I can remember. Okay. You can put that away, thank you. Put these in order? Oh, no, it's fine. Okay. We'll sort those out in a minute. All right. Now, when you interviewed, for example, we'll start with Aaron Lilly. When you interviewed him, did anything stick out to you about his demeanor or recollection of events? Mm, not that I can remember. Same question for Hannah Palmer. Anything stick out to you about her demeanor or recollection of events? No, sir. Okay. He's, well, let me clarify. Yeah. Stick out as in, like, that I would... Think it was odd. Do you no. thought it was notable? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, what about your interview of Christopher Stout? Same question. No, sir. Okay. Um, now you said that you did not speak with Aaron Lilly again after you interviewed him formally. Is that correct? I don't remember if I did or not. Uh, okay. What would you? What would have been the occasion for you to do so if you had? I mean, like I said, I, we. I don't. I don't remember. I, I'm wanting to think we set up an interview and it didn't go. It was busy or, or something happened. Sure. Um, there could have been another interview. Uh, could have been a clarification. I, I don't remember. But none of that would have taken place after um, September of that year. When you close the case file? No. Okay. No. So the best recollection, you would have had no substantive conversations with Aaron Lilly after 9-23-2015? No, sir. 
Okay. He's not somebody you would talk to on the cell phone or text message? No. You would have sent any messages on Facebook or Facebook Messenger? I don't believe I had Facebook at that time or okay. anything like that. So to the best of recollection, there's no reason you would have had any contact with him or talked to him at any point? No, sir. Okay. One minute, see if we have any final questions for you. Okay. Where is that? I looked for that, but I didn't see it. Oh, I see. Um, some final questions here. At any point, did Sheriff Ray... Now, why did you visit Sherry Smith in Hendersonville at her home? Why? Yeah. Speak with her about this case. I, I think they had... To be honest with you, I don't remember exactly why. Um, we went there a few different times. You travel... In, inform them of what's going on and... Try to be supportive to him. Let me ask you about that. When you say we, was that you and Sheriff Ray? Um, me and um, Robert Patrick went. Um, <clears throat> I want to think we went once or twice, and I know the sheriff went with me once. Okay, so, so you went a couple times. Sheriff Ray went with you at least once. Yes. Um, what, if anything, did Sheriff Ray t tell you about Sherry Smith? I don't recall anything. Did he ever describe her as crazy or hard to deal with? I mean, that's, um, wanting to think, um, I don't remember the exact, I don't know, I don't think it was crazy. It was, a. Uh, um, she was wanting us to work with a psychic at one time. Mm -hmm. And I think we was thinking that was far-fetched, but I, I don't remember anything like that. Okay. Now, um, were you always truthful in your interactions with the family, including Ms. Smith? Was I truthful? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean... And you would have never told a witness not to cooperate no. in this investigation or anything? No. Um, and visiting the family, that was done uh, in the normal course, as you said, is to give updates to the family? Well, I mean, I think they we would talk with them and things, and we would, um, I guess, try to be supportive to them um, and let them know what's going on, because I know they was concerned and, and try to... I don't know, ease their mind, I guess you would say. And in the early days, her contact was pretty consistent. She contacted you pretty regularly? Yeah, we talked, I guess, pretty regularly. Daily? No, nah, I wouldn't say daily. A couple times a week at least? I'll be honest with you, I don't re remember. Um, I know I went down there a few times. Um, I don't remember too many phone conversations. Um, I think she asked me to work with a private investigator at one time, um, and I don't think she liked the fact that I didn't. Um, then the psychic um, stuff like that. I think I think early on she didn't like me personally, you know, uh, or I don't say me personally, me as in how I was doing things. I wouldn't work with the investigator, and I wouldn't get in um, uh, the psychic. 
you know, and I, I think I tried to explain to her, you know, I, I can't work with a outside investigator. You know, they, they're not bound by the law when, you know, because if something leaks out, then I want to be, I want to know who that is, you know. If, if I'm doing something and somebody gets out, the more people that's involved, the more it's going to get out there. And, and so did you tell Ms. Smith instead to contact you with any sort of leads during the course of the investigation that she developed? Yeah. And did she do that on occasion? Um, she did. So. Did she send you emails? I don't remember any emails. I'm, I'm not saying no, but it's, it's possible. Okay. <clears throat> Handy what's now exhibit five to opposing counsel. Okay. Yeah, sticker. Uh, Handy exhibit five. Does that appear to be a set of emails? Exchange between you and Sherry Smith? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, yes, I do recall this. And then she did send some of these to you? Yes. Okay. Now, your email address, that is, these are to and from is com. Yes. And that's the one you previously testified was a personal email account? Yes, it is. Do you know why you gave her a personal email address and not the uh, official Sheriff's Department email? The... We had a lot of problems with it at first, and some of the time I got locked out of it because there are different passwords and things of that nature. So administratively, that local, your official email was kind of a pain to deal with? Yeah. Easier to use Yahoo? Yeah. Um, but as a result, none of these are in the official case file, correct? No, I didn't put them in there, no. You didn't take any steps to copy out what she'd given you and put it in the case file? No, I didn't. Okay. Would you just go through and kind of front to back and just confirm that these are all emails to and from the two of you? Okay. So while you do that, I'm going to step outside. Okay. Yeah, it's like two minutes. I'll be two minutes. Time is 104 p.m. and we are currently off the record. Time is 1.12 p.m. and we are officially back on the record. Thank you, Mr. Taylor. Do you understand you're still under oath? Yes, sir. You've had time during the break to look through Exhibit 5. Does mm -hmm. that appear to be correspondence between you and Ms. Sherry Smith? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, at this point, I'm going to ask a few kind of concluding questions. Were there any questions um, that I've asked you that now, upon time to reflect, you would have a different answer? Not that I remember, no. Are there any questions that I did not ask <clears throat> that you believe are relevant to the testament to the matter at hand? Not that I can recall. Like I said, it's been three years ago. Okay. Anything else you'd like to clarify about this matter on the record while you have time? Uh, about the whole case? Yes, sir. No, I don't think so. Okay. Then I have nothing further from Ms. Smith. Any other counsel? I'll turn it over to you all. No, sir. I have no questions. No, no questions. All right. This concludes the video deposition of Jeremy Taylor. The time is 1.14 p.m. 
Lauren's family gives their full permission for any and all details to be shared and hope that the truth will come out. If you know anything at all, call 1-888-599-0008 or email tips at sheilawysaki.com. This is our last episode of Without Warning, the Lauren Agee case for 2018. Sheila would like to thank you for listening, participating, calling in tips, emailing, and helping Sheila. Crowdsourcing is a new way to investigate, and Sheila sincerely appreciates each and every one of you. What to expect in 2019? DEA, FBI, profilers, dental experts, water experts, medical examiner experts, and statement analysis experts. Sheila is bringing out the big guns. She will break down this case to the most minute details. Then you can decide whether Lauren A.G. received the proper investigation that she deserved. In 2019, our schedule change will be coming out only twice a month on Thursdays, so please keep up on social media and continue to interact, and we'll post announcements there.